Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 38, Into the Twister of Terror. Uh, how you twisting, Raps? I twist well in the Rito. Oh, I, there's, what's the, I do the twist. I, there's a joke there. I don't have it. I, I am shocked by this dog. This dog is shocked by this tornado. This cover is so strange. I don't know what it is about it. It just doesn't feel like it's supposed to be a Goosebumps cover. Am I out of line? Yeah. It, it, it feels more like game art than anything else. For those of you yeah. who've uh, not seen the cover of this in particular, yes. we're effectively looking at like a bird's eye-ish uh, position of a street uh, quite mm -hmm. high above it. And two twisters or tornadoes are uh, clearly ravaging this property and mm -hmm. have swept up in their midst a house, a doghouse, and unfortunately, a dog. Yes. But, like, the pug is... It's like... It makes it look like the pug is the main character, and I just know that it won't be. Well, I mean... <gasps> Yeah, I, and yet, it does have a name, because the doghouse itself has a label on it in the behind, Tito. I have to Tito. assume this is going to be, like, one of the important paths for us. Like, I, as as what made sense in, in you know, protecting against yes. the Mysterio's, you know, abuse of dogs, effectively. It feels like uh, yes. this may be another path that is often decided by the safety of this animal. Yes. And I'll, I'll just say right now, for no reason in particular, let's all mm. take note of and remember the name Tito on the doghouse. <laughs> mm. All right. But yeah, I don't know. that some, one away for later. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so cartoonish. The dog is just like, who me? Like very, very cartoony goofy to a point where yeah. it's like, it, I don't know. It just doesn't feel goosebumps, but I'm, I'm excited think, like, for the theme. Like, pugs especially are often used in this kind of a comedic role, right? Like, think Men in Black is, like, another mm. good example. Uh, because the the eyes popping out of the head of the pug especially just looks very, very confused, confounded, and, frankly, comedic. Yeah. I hate to say, poor Tito, but you are quite humorous. It is quite humorous that you're caught in this uh, natural disaster. But here, here's why I'm very curious about this theme. I'm excited for it, but not because I'm like, ooh, yeah, I love tornadoes. Tona mm. <laughs> I, I love me a tornado. Um, oh, good old hurricane. <laughs> but a tornado is such a self-contained event to the point where how does a whole story... Mm. How does the threat of a whole story be a tornado? Unless it is... And then another tornado, and then another tornado, or is it? It's a living tornado, and it's chasing you down. Like, I'm curious. Or, or final point, final we point. could have the in situ universe where the flying tongs make a reasonable amount of sense, and that mm. is to say, like, the Wizard of Oz yes. opens with a tornado whisking Dorothy away into I another mean, world. It's possible we just get whisked into a fantasy realm. I mean, why do you think the dog's name is? Tito. <gasps> it's hundred percent. And more importantly, again, clock that. I legitimately and, didn't and that. again, <laughs> let's let's keep Tito in mind as we move to the beware page. Absolutely. Beware! <gasps> Don't read this book from beginning to end. Everybody into the cellar! There's a tornado headed right for you. But oh no! You've left your faithful dog, Yo-Yo, outside in the storm. You have to save him. But if you do, what'll happen when you face the fury of a twister? Huh. It's, it's like, it's so to the point. Exceptionally I, dense. I, I, it's I not like really it. revealing its cards at no. all uh, in, in stark contrast to recent bewares. Yeah, it is just, and, and we have such a clear call to action and one that we have proven in the past is our jam. Mysterio, mm. uh, which is like, is the goal save the dog? We'll do everything. But I I cannot wait any longer. I need to I need to know what a whole book about a single tornado event looks like. So let's go on to page one. 
Let's do. Twister! You scream. Your heart races. You stare up. The sky above you is thick with black clouds. A fierce wind whistles through the trees around the farmhouse. Far off on the horizon, a swirling dark funnel reaches from the ground up to the sky. Aunt Emily! Uncle Jed! You shout. You run into the house, the screen door slamming behind you. You have to get your aunt and uncle to, safety of, to the safety of the storm cellar fast, you realize. Since you were a baby, your aunt and uncle have raised you. Your parents died when you were very young. You love growing up on your aunt and uncle's Oklahoma farm, and you can't let anything happen to them. Aunt Emily! Uncle Jed! You cry. Where are you? Hurry to page two. Let's put money. Is there a... I don't think we're in Oklahoma anymore. <laughs> I Okay, the problem is we can't bet on that because both of us are going to bet on the same side and no one's <laughs> going to pay us. That's true. I'm going to... I'll bet no just because maybe it won't happen in our path. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'll say. All right, page two. Here we are. What's all the fuss about? Your aunt walks in from the hallway, wiping her hands on her apron. Your uncle follows her. They both smile at you. The twister! You begin. Well, come on then. Uncle Jed says. We'd best get underground. You take Aunt Emily's arm and follow Uncle Jed back into the yard. The wind is really howling now. The branches on the giant oak tree back, wait, out back, whip back and forth. You begin to tremble in fear. Your uncle holds open the storm cellar door and Aunt Emily steps towards him, pulling you along. Then with a shock, you remember something. You twist your arm free. Come on, honey. Your aunt shouts. We have to get you in the center. No. You scream. I can't. Why not? Turn to page three. I can't. You shout back. Not without Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, your trusty little black dog, legally distinct, changed for, uh, perhaps, I wonder if it was fear. Uh, where is he? He usually follows you everywhere. You turn to go and find him, but dust clogs the air. You can barely see. The wind tugs at your clothes. It's hard to even stay on your feet. Uncle Jed's strong hand lands on your shoulder. Come on now! He cries in your ear. There's no time! But over the fierce howling of the wind, you think you hear a faint noise. Is it? It is. It's Yo-Yo's bark. If you go after Yo-Yo, go to page 16. If. Yeah, whatever the other choice says. <laughs> I'll meet you on page 16. Yeah. I can't leave Yo-Yo! You scream. You break free from your uncle and stumble towards the sound of Yo-Yo's bark. Your muscles strain. You fight the wind for every step. A blizzard of yellow dust clogs your eyes. You can't see a thing. Your heart sinks. You'll never find Yo-Yo. You turn back and head to the storm cellar, to your aunt and uncle, and gasp. You can't see them or the cellar anymore. You're doomed. Hey! You, you, you shriek. Something rubbed against your leg. You look down to see what it is, but you can't tell. There's too much dust. You reach down and touch Yo-Yo's soft, woolly coat. Yo-Yo! You cry. He barks as if he's answering you. Get us out of here, boy! You say into his ear. Find the storm cellar! You grab a hold of Yo-Yo's collar. He pulls you forward, and the two of you push ahead into the rising wind. You hope Yo-Yo knows where he's going, otherwise you're both doomed. Follow Yo-Yo to page 82. Flying twigs and gravel pelt you and Yo-Yo as they scrape your face and hands. The tornado's roar fills your ears. Have to keep going, you think. Have to make it to safety. You're about to give up from exhaustion when the wind dies down. Huh? What happened? You glance around. Yo-Yo has led you to a small hill a short distance from the farmhouse. The air here is still, but you can still see the twister raging over your home. A strange groaning sound fills your ears as the tornado rushes at your aunt and uncle's house. The storm cellar! You choke. The twister is right over it. Your aunt and uncle are down there. Kaboom. The house explodes from the force of the wind. No! You yell. Yo-Yo barks. He scrambles away. He wants you to follow him. What about your aunt and uncle? Do you stay and see if they're okay, or do you follow your faithful dog? 
If you follow Yo-Yo, go to page 64. If... <laughs> mm. They didn't say that our aunt or uncle is um, a canine, so we're going to be moving over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, they're in a storm cellar. Yeah! That's the safe place. That's like, it's the place to be. Like, I don't know. What are you going to go fix the house? Like, dude, just, it's fine. It's <laughs> Come on. Go get your dog. <laughs> you realize that Yo-Yo is trying to lead you to safety. So you turn and run after him. But now the twister seems to be following you. You race after your trusty dog. Yo-Yo scrambles a little way ahead to an abandoned farmhouse by the road. He barks and jumps up and down. You realize he wants to go wants you to go inside the house. But that building is now a wreck. He can barely stand up. How can it shelter you from a twister? You could keep running, but you're so tired, you don't know how much further you can go. If you follow Yo-Yo into the farmhouse, turn to page 24. No. <laughs> if you keep running, go to page 106. I mean, I would... I will say I would think the implication would be that Yo-Yo would follow us if we went the other way. Mm. But that is a guess at best. So, I mean, he What's has... A 24? He hasn't led us astray yet. We have not been tornadoed yet. Very true. You trust your dog. Besides, maybe Yo-Yo has some kind of canine instinct that helps him find a safe place from a tornado. Uh-huh. You... <laughs> yeah. You stumble towards the broken-down house. You have to crawl through the slanting doorway. It's dark inside. You can't see much. But right away, you hear someone else. How many are we? Asks a deep voice. There's a herd of us. Someone answers in a high, twittering tone. We'll be safe here. The deep voice replies. Many others agree in a low murmur. Your tired body feels a flood of relief. Other people. These folks must know what they're doing, and obviously they think this house is safe. Your eyes slowly get used to the gloom. Who's there? You peer around a corner and gasp and shock at sh in shock at what you see. Those voices don't belong to people. The room beyond is filled with animals, and they're all talking. Find out more on page 52. Wait, two? I, I accidentally mm -hmm. put past the real page. This is another we're using a real physical book episode. So, 52, okay. You shudder. Talking animals? You can't believe it. You realize with growing amazement that the deep voice belongs to a huge brown bear. Stupid humans. It roars. They couldn't tell the twister was coming until it almost hit. Then they ran into their holes in the ground. They've lost their connection with the earth and with the sky. Twitters a bird. Yeah, they call us dumb animals. A squirrel chimes in. But we always know when a storm or an earthquake is coming. Or a flood. Winnie's a horse. If they listened to us, we could save them a lot of trouble. But we won't help them. The bear adds. Not after the way they've treated us. Never! Never! A chorus of voices cries. This is too completely unbelievable. You creep closer to hear some more. Listen on page 76. I would have never guessed this was the direction we went. And I, love I it. like it a lot. This is our Oz. This is our... The Doctor Doolittle yes. of Oz. <laughs> yes, the, the, the wonderful Doctor of Oz. Wait a minute. That's a different... <laughs> that's a different thing. No. <laughs> the wonderful Doolittle of Oz. I'm sure. There you go. Uh, wow. The animals can tell when a disaster is about to strike. They can predict floods and earthquakes. You realize how many lives would be saved if animals told people their secret. On the other hand, they don't seem like they like humans very much. Why do they want to share their secret? Still, if there was a way to convince them, maybe you should give it a try. If you talk to the animals, turn to page 98. If you decide to not talk to them, go to page 30. I mean, am I wrong? I, uh, Rito, I want to uh, talk with the animals. I want to walk uh, yeah, with I mean, the animals. I want to talk like you, walk like you. It's true. 
You've got to convince the animals to reveal their secret. I do want to say, there's been no book so far where I, like, could be this certain, this many guesses through, that we'd be on the exact, like, we would have... I could have just not read any of the choices, and we could be reading a single story right now, and I think uh-huh. we'd be, and we'd be on the same path. Like, I, there's not one that I'm more certain would be the case than this one. Yep. <laughs> You've got to convince the animals to reveal their secret. The safety of humankind may depend on it. Um, excuse me. You mumble. All the animals turn and stare at you. A cold sweat breaks out on your forehead. I couldn't help overhearing you. You stammer. You pause to take a breath. There's silence in the room except for the sound of the wind outside. So you can all uh, talk. You stammer. Pretty cool. So, uh, anyway, I was thinking about this whole storm warning thing. If you guys would consider letting us humans know. Your voice trails off. The animals haven't made a peep or moved a muscle. Maybe they're thinking it's over. A human! The dog growls. A human heard us! Kill it! The bear roars. Was it... Did they they tell us about a dog? I missed it. They did not know the dog was not one of the enumerated characters before. Yeah, so something about the way it says the dog. I don't know. Feels like they're... I don't know. Mr. Real Life Stein, excuse me. Uh... Mm. The bear roars. Kill it, the bear roars. Whoops. Maybe not. Turn to page 74. Something small and sharp slams into the side of your head. Yow! A bird stabbed you with its beak. Pain shoots through your right leg. You reach down and grab something small and furry. A squirrel's biting you. Animals of every size and shape rush at you, and you jump backwards and fall outside. Where's Yo-Yo, you wonder? He could talk to these animals. He could save you. But your dog's nowhere in sight. The huge brown bear begins to charge at you. No! He's coming to get you! (laughs) You bolt... Yeah. You bolt from the house. But you know you can't outrun all these beasts. You have to hide. In the distance, you spot a school building. Outside of it is a yellow school bus. The bus is closer than the school, and you can reach it in a few seconds. But can it protect you from the animals? Maybe you should head for the school instead. If you run to the school, 32. If you run for the school bus, 112. I will say, neither of these are more animal than the others, so I therefore mm. am no longer able to predict with confidence where we, we should We have go. our first decision. We have our first decision. It's crazy that we're this far in. This is our first decision. It's wild <laughs> that they've given us. <laughs> um, Let's see. This is... Not me checking the front page to see if there's a school bus in there. No, there is no school bus in the tornado. Uh, I will say, it doesn't say anything about protecting us from the tornado. You know? Mm. Which, Mm. that would be my only lead at this point, is like, is a school bus safe, a safe place to be in a tornado? More than a school. Let's go to the school. Based on exactly that logic. That's all I have. So, I'm, I'm good to go with it. It's more than none I had. Yeah, I mean, neither of these are have fur, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who freaking cares? <laughs> Whoop de doo. <laughs> uh, uh, you know that this bus isn't sturdy enough to stop all the animals, especially the bear and the horse. You sprint like crazy to the school building. That seemed to imply that maybe we, they're on the other path. Perhaps it was charged at by the bear and the horse. Behind you, a dog snaps at your legs. Your heart thuds in your chest. Your breath comes in painful gasps. You try the school door. It's open. You dive inside and lock it. Pounding sounds from the outside. It's just a matter of time, you realize, before the animals break inside. You moan softly, wondering what to do next. Still gasping for breath, you run blindly down the school hallway, searching for something, anything that'll help you. You throw open one door after another, and all you can find are empty classrooms in a school... Soon you reach the last door on the hall and frantically you throw it open and gasp at what you see. The room is filled with animals. Turn to page 108. Is this where they learn to talk? Ooh. Please, please, please. Oh, no. I like that. I like that. I was thinking, like, 
the entire society of animals from this town has taken refuge within this school that is their their drill. I mean, I would, I would like it. No less school, more animals. I'm in. No homework, only dogs. I'm twelve again. <laughs> You're about to panic when you realize you've stumbled into the school biology lab. Along with one... Wait, oh. Along one wall, mice, rats, frogs, and lots of other small animals fill cages and tanks. I read that as a wall, mo- a wall mouse, and I was like, what is a wall mouse? Is that a ho <laughs> It's like a house mouse, but uh, yeah, that's okay. it yeah. only inhabits the walls. Yeah, it's a ho It's a little bit of a... I'm... No Sue. No Sue did me. The rough growl of the bear echoes through the hallway. The animals are chasing you. They must have gotten inside. They'll do anything to make sure you don't escape with their secret. But seeing these caged animals has given you an idea. What if you free the lab animals? Surely the creatures chasing you will recognize what a nice, kind human you are. Then you have another thought. What if you explain how useful humans can be to animals? You can offer to bring the dog all the doggy treats it can eat... Or you could build birdhouses for the birds. They might work if they listen to you. That might work if they listen to you. You hear the hoofbeats of the horse. He's heading down the hallway. Decide now. What do you want to do? If you want to free the caged animals, 57. If you try and, want to try and reason with them, page 119. They've, perhaps they've gotten us. Both of these are helping animals, in theory. Mm. But which of them helps animals more? I, I will say I mean, that page 57 is more house? selfless. Exactly. Yeah. Would you want a birdhouse or would you want, you know, freedom from captivity? Uh, me, birdhouse. But in this book, <laughs> I want, <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> I have a tiny, I have a tiny place to put tiny animals. Uh, okay. The animals won't give you a chance to talk. Wait, what? Did I pick the wrong page? Mm-hmm. No, oh, this is oh, 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 the animals won't give you a chance to talk, you realize. You have to show them which, that you can be trusted. You throw open all the doors on the mouse, tr- mouse cages, then you tip over the tanks and let dozens of frogs and lizards out into the world. The angry animals burst into the lab. <laughs> it's human fritters. <laughs> a white lab rat, <laughs> wall mouse squeaks. <laughs> you smile and nod in agreement. See, I'm a nice human, you think? <laughs> you know what this means. The horse rumbles. Yes. The bear growls. He bears his teeth at you. We have more help. Kill the human. Talk about ungrateful. The white, <laughs> the white lab rat and the rest of his friends turn on you. Uh, they fling their small bodies at your feet and ankles. Ouch! You feel the sharp stings of a dozen of tiny teeth and claws, and you bend down to knock them away. You stare face to face at the snarling bear. Uh oh. Looks like you've come to an ending that's a little bit more than you can bear. Mm-mm, the end. Um, I'm gonna choose to delete the part of the story where helping animals isn't a good ending from my brain and go mm-hmm. to page 119. Ah, excellent. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there on the only page. Uh, maybe you can get these animals to listen. And you think you know how to do that now. You run to the principal's office and go to the public address system. With a shaking hand, you turn it on. Your life depends on this moment. Attention! You roar. You hear your voice echo from every loudspeaker in the school. Animals! Listen to me! If you kill me, what do you get? Nothing! But let me live, and I'll help you live better lives. That's when something else occurs to you. In fact, you continue, I can make you famous. <laughs> You'll get TV shows and movie deals. You'll be big. Really? You ever heard of Airbud? The or- <laughs> The horse trots into the principal's office. I guarantee it, you reply. All you have to do is talk. After a quick discussion, the animals decide to follow you back to your farm. This is great, you think. Not only will the animals be famous, you will too. Address the press on page 88. Uh, what? Uh, 
Okay. You hold a press conference in your aunt and uncle's yard. The house Ladies that has and gentlemen. blown up. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even check on our aunt and uncle in the storm cellar yet. We're hosting a press conference on top of it. I know. It's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, you announce. I have amazing news. A buzz of excitement goes through the crowd. The animals! They can talk! You tell the group. You smile. This is it. The moment when you become famous. You hope the photographer snaps some good shots of you. One reporter smirks. What's that? This kid's crazy! Is this some kind of joke? We all sound like this! Another reporter yells. Distinct different reporter. The crowd starts to leave in a hurry. Your aunt and uncle rush up to you. Uh, wait! You yell. It's true! I can prove it! But no one listens. Your dream of fame... Your dreams of fame are deflated. Poor dearie! Your aunt says with a piece of shrapnel in her face. She looks concerned. We didn't realize the stress of your little adventure had caused you. Don't worry. We're sending you to a hospital for some rest. <laughs> you try and explain to protest. But I'm not crazy! I really can't talk to the animals! You shout. Too bad. Looks like you're going away for a long time. And the only person you'll have to talk to there is yourself. The end. Uh. Um. Uh. Oh. Rito, is there no help the animals line? I don't think there's a healthy animals line. We can go to uh, get in the school bus in the magic zoo. 112. Uh, oh no, oh no. All right, let's do uh, it. This might work. Let's help the animals. You decide to go for the bus. With a final lunge, you dive through its open door and slam it shut behind you. Quam. The bus rocks. You glance up. Oh no. The horse is kicking at the door with its hind legs. The bear climbs onto the hood of the bus. It roars at you through the windshield. Its sharp yellow teeth are inches from your face. It swipes at you with its black claws. The horse delivers another blow to the door. One more shot like that and all the animals will be inside. You cower in the corner of the bus. One thing is for certain, you realize. When these animals said they didn't want humans to know their secret, they weren't just horsing around. The end. Uh, uh, we know, Ari, my mental map, the last time I can think of us making a quote-unquote choice, uh, is whether or not we speak to the animals or hide from the animals. Is that accurate? Uh, page 30, and I can't quite remember what the, uh, <laughs> what the choice point was before it. I don't know if I wrote it down, but page 30... Yeah, that's that's deciding not to talk to the animals, I believe. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Here we go. The not help the animals pass. It's okay. Maybe we still get to help some animals. We it's just don't let it. them know that we know their secrets yeah, and true. reveal our hand too soon. Yeah. All right. You stop yourself at the last moment. These animals sound as if they hate humans. They're not going to be too happy that you overheard their secrets, but Yo-Yo must have known that they were here. Why did he lead you to this house? And what happened to Yo-Yo anyways? Quietly, you step outside the farmhouse. The storm has passed, and the sky is beginning to clear. There's your dog, Yo-Yo, sitting by the doorway. You're no longer freaked out when he... <laughs> You're no longer freaked out when he talks to you, but you are amazed. You stand there with your mouth hanging open. Now you know. He says in a low voice. Yeah! You nod. I know now. Why didn't you ever tell me before? We can't talk all the time. He explains as he licks his paws. But something happens to us when a big storm is coming or when an earthquake is about to hit. We gain special powers and we can talk. You shake your head. This is so totally weird. I'm glad you told me. 
you say, kneeling down. There's something else I wanted to tell you. The dog continues. Your aunt and uncle are in trouble. <laughs> That's why I've led you very far away from them. <laughs> go to Didn't you see them go into the storm cellar? That's where they keep the storms. It's not safe in there. <laughs> Alright, page 46. What? Yeah, 46. I know, it's crazy. What? Like, you cry. <laughs> How did you know? It said so. The same way I knew the twister was coming. He tells you. He leads you down the road away from the house. Your aunt and uncle were carried away by the twister. <laughs> he continues. <laughs> I can smell where they are. They're still alive, but they're buried under a lot of rubble. It's not very far from here. No! You moan, sick with worry. Come on! He barks at you. We have to hurry. Yo-Yo trots off and you follow. After a few minutes, you come to a bridge over a river. Yo-Yo stops. The bridge is weak from flooding. He muses. I don't know if it's strong enough to hold this. Is there some other way? You ask, feeling desperate. There's another bridge about a mile upstream. He replies. But if we use that one, it'll take more time to get to Aunt Emily and Uncle Jed. What do you want to do? To cross the bridge, go to page 39. If you go to the other bridge, 96. Uh. So, safe and slow or quick and fast? Reckless or not. I will say I do like a good old reckless choice in a book because I don't make any reckless choices in my real life. So mm. it's the only place I can do it safely. The least reckless way to be reckless. Let's be reckless. Yeah, and when it fails, it'll at least fail fast. You won't be able to save your aunt and uncle if the bridge breaks and you drown in the river. True. Um. What? Wrong page? What, sorry, is that the start of... Yeah, 39, I believe, is... Nope. is, is am I on the wrong... I, I think... No, I think... I, you're probably right. Cross the bridge. Yeah, the other Wait. bridge, the distant one oh, is 96. Oh, the distant the one is one's not 39. safe. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I just... When they... When they just says bridge or other bridge, <laughs> I just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, eh, reckless is number two. There's no time to waste. You have to take a chance with this bridge. Come on, boy! I will say that based on the start of the other page, I'm less confident. <laughs> you, <laughs> you order yo-yo. I'll go first. If it holds my weight, it'll hold yours. No problem. You try not to look at the muddy, swollen river as it rages under the bridge, just inches from your feet. Slowly, carefully, you feel your way out onto the span. It shudders and shakes from the water pounding at it. But then you're across, safe and sound. You can make it, Yo-Yo! You shout. Yo-Yo runs lightly across the bridge. Yes, he did it! I was expecting it to break for some reason. <laughs> he, <laughs> he leads you up a large hill, and as you reach the top, a deafening roar stops you in your tracks. You turn around and gasp. The entire bridge has been washed away by a surge of water. Whew, good thing you crossed it in time. Let's go. Yo-Yo insists. Your aunt and uncle are close by. Follow him to page 63. There it is! Yo-Yo cries out. He scampers ahead and leaps onto the pile of rubble that used to be a building. Dig! He urges you. Your relatives are under here, and they're still alive. I can sense it! Frantically, you grab at rocks and pieces of lumber and hurl them aside without stopping. Your hands are scraped and raw, but you don't care. Yo-Yo works beside you, scratching and clawing at the dirt. But when you pause to take a breath, you realize you've hardly made a dent in this heap of wreckage. This will take forever, you gasp. And we have another problem, the dog replies. He points his nose at the sky. There's another twister coming. I can feel it. You glance around you. No, there's no shelter in sight. What? Doubt? 
if the twister hits you here, you and Yo-Yo will both be killed. But you can't just run off and leave your aunt and uncle. What should you do? To stay, 37. To go, 67. We should uh, consult the Clash. Mm, yes. What should I... What did the Clash... What, what conclusion did they come to? Uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, indecision. <laughs> if I stay, there will be trouble. If I go, there will be double. That seems... Mm, that is true. I That sure does... I mean, it sounds like... I don't want double trouble. No, so, I'd, I'd be up against Jesse and James and Meowth if we were in that situation. Exactly. So, How many knowing that I'm not... Go? Wait, no. <laughs> and we're only want... clashing with the Twister. I don't want to leave. I think we should stay. I don't want to leave this reference sandwich. More. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so 37. All right. So 37. You won't leave your aunt and uncle, you decide. You shake your fist in fury. You what? can't scare us! You shake your fist at a tornado! <laughs> oh my. You shout into the wind. What do you mean us? Yo-Yo barks. I'm out of here! Yo-Yo, <laughs> <Yo>, wait! <laughs> you shout, but the little dog has already run off as fast as his short legs can carry him. The wind rises around you. It's already hard to stand upright. Maybe Yo-Yo had the right idea. Yo-Yo! You scream. I I'm coming! You try to scramble off the pile of wreckage, but the wind knocks you down. You fall onto a jagged piece of wood. Splintered slice your leg. Frantically, you try and get to your feet, but you can't. Rocks, branches, dirt are being blown through the air. The funnel of swirling black dust is almost on top of you. You can barely breathe. Whoops. Looks like you should have gone with your dog. Because, I guess, double trouble is the way to go. Now any hope of finding you and saving your aunt and uncle is gone. With the wind. The end. <laughs> I do like it. Alright. Alright. Fine. Uh, it was we'll leave one. our aunt and uncle. Yep. Bye-bye, aunt and uncle. I'm off to get double trouble. Double bubble? Come on! You urge Yo-Yo. We have to get help! No kidding! He growls. The two of you run down the road. The sky grows darker every second. This way! You shout when you reach a turn in the road. I think there are some buildings up ahead. You wheel around. Yo-Yo's gone. Yo-Yo! You shout. The wind's rising and the trees are swaying wildly. Then you hear a faint barking. I'm down here! Yo-Yo calls. You stumble in your pooch's direction and nearly fall into a deep storm cellar. It's all that remains of a house torn away by the twister. You lean over and see Yo-Yo lying at the bottom of the cellar. I can't get out. He calls up. You look at the sky. You may not have enough time to get down there and lift Yo-Yo out. But if you leave him, he'll be killed. If you try and rescue Yo-Yo, go to page 49. Although, I will say, the next option, if you go on looking for help... That is true. Go to page 2868. That's also uh, kind I... of yo-yo positive, but of course, I will meet you on page 49. <laughs> what is your blood type? Mine's yo-yo uh, positive. <laughs> uh, 40... 49 is more yo-yo more positive. Mm, mm. Mine's um, a universal dog savior type, so it <laughs> it's works. <true>. Yeah. <laughs> In that you can uh, use my blood to transfuse into dogs. <laughs> I have dog blood, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> also, woof woof, I'm a dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, without hesitating, you jump down the, into the pit. Don't worry, boy. You murmur. You crouch by Yo-Yo's side. I'll get you out of here, somehow. No, I'll get you out. He answers. <laughs> what? <laughs> then he... He answers. Then he jumps to his hind legs. An orange glow surrounds him. 
What is going on, you wonder? Don't be afraid. <laughs> he declares. Your bravery and kindness have released my full powers. You see, not only can I sense the storm, but with the aid of a true friend, I can also control it. <laughs> what? What the anime? Oh my god. What? It's sorry, this is uh, we got a mixed breed. It's half pug, half storm Aurora from <laughs> X-Men. Oh yeah. I your bravery and kindness has released my full powers. You see, not only can I sense the storm, but with the aid of a true friend, I can also control it, says the glowing orange dog on its back feet. And I'm inclined to trust him. I don't think he's lying. <laughs> I, at no point, of, no part of me thinks he's not telling the truth. You watch open-mouthed as the dog walks on his hind legs to the center of the pit. He lifts his head skyward. Instantly, the wind swirls over you. It gently lifts you and Yo-Yo out of the pit and onto the ground. Cool. The twister moves towards the rubble that buried your aunt and uncle. The powerful wind clears the rubble away, lifts rocks, beams, and entire walls. Yes, at last you see your aunt and uncle and they're safe. Yo-Yo turns to you with a broad, toothy smile. Not bad for a dog, huh? Turn to page 54. A year later, you're standing in a television studio. It's always, always. You're standing in a television studio in Manhattan, watching The Good Day Show. In an hour, you and your aunt and uncle are leaving for a month-long vacation in Tahiti. Of course, they sold the farm months ago. You know, the rubble. <laughs> yes, things have turned out pretty well. And all because you saved Yo-Yo's life. Speaking of Yo-Yo, it's almost time for his appearance. And now for today's forecast. The show's host announces. Here's Yo-Yo, the weather dog. Yo-Yo stands in front of the weather map and begins delivering the weather report. You smile as you recall how, after you saved his life, Yo-Yo never lost- I was about to call out this plot hole. Okay. Mm. As you recall how, after you saved his life, Yo-Yo never lost his ability to talk or predict the weather. He explained to you that he was able to keep the ability because of the love that you showed him. Now he is a national TV star. Making tons of money. <laughs> you just hope he never gets fired for having fleas. The end. That is, without a doubt, a good ending. Perhaps the best that ending. Is, without a doubt, the good ending. Uh, I suspect it's also the only good ending on this side of the the book. This fork of the prong. Or prong it, and the fork, I think, rather. I think that is perhaps, perhaps the truth. We didn't go to 68. What was 68? Uh... Abandoning your dog in the line of a tornado. <laughs> to get mm. to get help. I mean, if... Do we want to? I mean, we have time. We, I'll tell you what. Let's do it. <laughs> if we were heartless bastards, here's yes. the path we might have otherwise gotten. But note, the canon ending is yo-yo... <laughs> <laughs> the talking dog weatherman who has the power to control the storm. Yeah. I... I... It rivals Tongs. It rivals Sky Tongs. I don't think it quite get there because it, it like... That was just so out of nowhere and then it stopped. This, mm -hmm. this was like the ending and we also had a little bit of precedent with he can talk but that's quite the jump because <laughs> yep. i can talk and i can't control tornadoes <laughs> so <laughs> so basically uh come on where's my power uh but yeah no it's there was precedent and then it followed through to the end so i'd say like it's a little bit less unhinged but it's it's kind of close
Yeah, I could see, like, one slight modification adding additional precedent for this. And this is earlier on when they were talking about when, you know, animals get the ability to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, They specifically mentioned that it was based around geological and meteorological events like this, right? Like earthquakes and et cetera. Like, if they were just saying times of great distress or, time, like, moments of, of, you know, extreme importance. Like, if they made it just, like, a little bit more vague there, it might then feel like it also encompasses this. But without that this does very much feel like and i guess it does feel like this because it is this uh you know when a kid's uh, piece of media ends with and the power of friendship it's we're there yeah we are we are there you are here on big map of trope (laughs) big map of tropes red circle but they channeled it through saving a dog yeah i mean so it's fine <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. Hey, I'm in. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, I guess the only other the only other thing it's kind of like is um, please don't feed the vampire. When we had the vampire dog, and mm. we took the dog, the vampire dog, to a movie about vampires to learn that it's bad <laughs> to be a vampire, <laughs> like something mm. like that. It just kind of rivals that energy a bit, but mm-hmm. but yeah. All right, sixty-eight heartless ending. Uh, the twister races towards you. It's louder than a runaway freight train. There's no time to get Yo-Yo out. I'll be back as soon as I can, Yo-Yo. You shout. Without answering, he looks up at you with sad brown eyes. You feel bad, but you turn and race for help anyway. You have no choice. You think. You run until your heart is ready to explode. The road is deserted. The wind's blowing wildly. Tears of exhaustion are flowing down your cheeks. Then you see it. A bright red truck with lights flashing. It's a rescue team. Panting, you run to the truck and collapse. My aunt and uncle! You gasp. You point to the pile of wreckage where you left them. And my dog! You point to where you left Yo-Yo. A tall man in uniform steps down from the truck. Don't worry, kid. He says, We'll take care of you folks. But my dog! Yeah, sorry about your dog. He begins to glow orange and steps and stands on his two <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> but people come first. The fact you've been asking me for help has enervated me with power. Your kindness and your bravery has given me the ability to control storms. <laughs> he grabs your arm and pulls you into the truck. Drive yeah. to page 84. For the record, he only says, but people come first. Yeah. For those of you following the contiguous story. Who? Who's that? Who's out there following the story? Uh, the truck... Yeah, yeah, he did not glow orange. I added that in. Sorry. Sadly. It was funny to me. Uh, the truck... Well, that's just a bonus. The truck roars off, and soon you're back at the wrecked house. You watch helplessly as the rescue team arrive with heavy equipment. You stand to the side, numb with exhaustion. We found them! A rescuer shouts. They're okay! A state trooper comes up to you. Uh, We'll have them out of there in a little while. He declares. How'd you know they were there? My dog! You begin. But the thought of Yo-Yo lying alone in that pit makes you want to break down in tears. You run for the storm cellar. You have to see if he's still there. If the rescue team won't help you, you'll do it alone. The twister's gone and the day's clear. You stumble your way over to the fallen trees and through the puddles. Covered in mud, legs weak, you reach to the pit. You reach the pit. With the last bit of your strength, you go up to the edge and gaze down. Your heart leaps in happiness. It's Yo-Yo. He scrambles up the side of the pit, and he jumps into your arms and happily licks your face. You're smiling from ear to ear. Hey, don't be surprised. You knew all along this story would have a happy end. What the hell? It's, um, it's a much more traditional path. Oops. I think I prefer the one where he becomes a Super Saiyan. Oops, they're all good? Um, Oops, all good. I mean, you knew all along this story would have a happy end. It's a Goosebumps. It's got three happy endings and at least 17 various degrees of evil. 
it, it's just it is also like the the straight up ending of it is it's so flippant it's like mm. here's the happy thing what what do you what do you want you knew there was gonna be a happy ending what do you want from me <laughs> get up my brick get up my case get up my what, you want there to be another happy ending what you want me to kill the dog <laughs> <laughs> I'm real life Stein. You know what they do to me? <laughs> Everything that happens in my books happens in real life to me. <laughs> and I am part dog. Glows orange. Um, arr, arr. <laughs> Yo, I I have something to say about uh, you know, effectively the conversation we had about the cover a very long period of time yeah. ago. And this is you know. Courtesy now of knowing this is doing a, a Wizard of Oz reference and that it was Yo-Yo in the book and it was Tito on the cover. Yeah. I think increasingly the, the cover and the book are independently done based on similar prompts. So like the yeah. prompt given for this drawing would have been, okay, so it's kind of like soft reference to Wizard of Oz and there's a dog and it's like a normal suburban house that's getting swept up by a tornado. And then R.L. Stein goes and writes the book to similar degrees, and then they meet up at the end. So you end up with yeah. the you know, reference to Wizard of Oz on the cover being Tito, but the reference in the book being Yo-Yo. Yeah. I, I also think it's very, like, really want to note, there, there's been a change recently, like the past, I don't know, like four, five, six? I don't, well, I don't know, however many. The covers were done by Craig White instead of Mark Nagata. And almost the last 10. Yeah, like there's been quite a bit. And I will say ever since that change, the covers have had more I think to do with the actual storyline. Yes. But I kind of there's part of me that like like the last ones they felt like Mark was given like this is the vibe of the book and the theme like maybe maybe here's like the title you know like mm -hmm. here's the here's the title here's the theme go ham and this is like this almost feels uncanny valley where it's like here's something that is probably relevant and then there's going to be a couple details that are like weirdly off mm -hmm. or like and i almost i don't know i almost prefer the old ones in a weird way as a result but i think that's just like I don't know, month old nostalgia, a couple months. <laughs> I have nostalgia for a few months ago. That's... I miss Mark Nagata. I What's miss up with Mark. You? What happened to Mark? Mark. I mean, Mark is, uh, I think, making, uh, successfully creating toys right now. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Uh, and is still an artist and is good. And I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Come on the show, Mark. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> but hey, if you're listening, Mark. If you're listening, Mark, which you are. I mean, of course. I mean, of course. The premiere, give yourself goosebumps. Uh, podcast currently going right now. This minute, today, they uploads on Mondays at uh, nine a.m. CST. Hosted by us. Hosted by us. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, actually, that one I can. There's an alternate reality. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. There's bump the goose that we do on Mondays as well. <laughs> that's the that's the after hours version. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I I liked it. I don't know. It was it was like a nice, clean, straightforward one. I am impressed by how much of a story it was, considering tornado. I will say mm -hmm. that our path had like. It was like there was a tornado at the beginning. It started with tornado, and it kind of ended with tornado. The middle was yeah. a lot of Doctor Doolittle. Yep. <laughs> and to the point where it's like there was no threat of tornado, and it was only threat of bear. And, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, like the it it did appear to me that the storm effectively disappeared when we told them we could make them famous. Like at yes. that point, the storm was no longer relevant. It was not occurring, and our aunt and uncle were not blown away by a tornado, yeah. which they previously were. But never mind; it's not relevant in this instance. Yeah, 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 I've yeah, also yeah. got to say, I do love the idea of all of the animals just turning up, you know, Doctor Doolittle style, standing in the very back of the press, uh, the presser, <laughs> effectively yeah, yeah. you see on this yard, right? All of the reporters directly in front of them. <laughs> What are you saying is happening here, right? And we're just like, look, the animals talk. And it turns back I, around to them just, and they're just standing there, stone-faced, looking at us like, we got you, buddy. You're I going just, to a cell. I just really want to see this. Like, if I could have one scene, like, 
like a piece of art done of one scene. It'd be a kid giving a press event with a bunch of animals standing up very formally in the back in fo- in front of a raised house uh-huh. <laughs> on national TV <laughs> and <laughs> and getting embarrassed after it. Just like it's so good, it's so good. What a vibe. Um, <sighs> speaking of what a vibe. Uh, segue. <laughs> into if you Patreon. heard the vibes at the uh but the, i i you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go segue back to the original back. segue i'm gonna make it work right if if you heard the bop and coons and vibes at the top of this episode oh. you know that we've gotten some intro music done recently by christoph Jakob. uh Something of an element of the show's production quality that we've been able to invest a little bit more in as a result of the support from people over on Patreon.com or Patreon.com slash turn to pagecast. And a special thanks to the executive producer for this episode, someone named Sean. Thank you much, dear. Thank you very much. The trifecta. The someone named Sean trifecta. Absolute legend. Uh, Yeah, huge thank you. It's I, I love this project it's great and it's cool that it's it's tough to really like something and have so many cool ideas for it but not feel like you can act on those and the patreon really Mm. does just like just to boil it down like the patreon helps it so we can act on those cool ideas uh and and that's that's great it's it's great to make something with the creative passion that you feel like you want to Absolutely, 100% could not agree more. I had difficulty getting to sleep last night because I knew that we was going to wake up and immediately record Turn to Page. And it's like, okay, so I need to sleep for the next six hours. But in six hours, I get to do Turn to Page. Yeah. Oh, now it's five hours. Yeah. Now it's three. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I love this podcast. I am so glad that many of you seem to enjoy it as well. Yeah. And hey, if you do enjoy it out there, can I ask a little bit of a favor? If you uh, if you're the type that likes to review things or support podcasts or help independent projects grow, or perhaps the godly overlap of all those three circles in oh this Venn diagram, then I have a good idea for you, and that in particular would be leaving a review that helps us grow the community and the reach of this podcast on any of the sites that you should use to listen to it. And if you're the type who just likes to press a button and help, you can subscribe on YouTube because we're pretty close to being able to be partnered over there. <laughs> that's a good button to that's click. A good, that's a good button to hit. You just hit a little, good old subscribe. I mean, hey, you can like the videos and stuff like that too if you really want to. But that's a, that's like that's like a couple more buttons. Oh, my God. I mean, if you can, like, wow, I'd be impressed. I'd be impressed. If you could do that, I'd be impressed. I'm not going to say, like, like I'm not going to stop you. Like, oh, I mean, no one's really managed to click like on all the videos before, but I'd be really impressed if someone could. <laughs> I just like, how, how many are there? There's like freaking like 40 at this point. Dude, that's like 100 <laughs> clicks. That's insane. <laughs> like, you got to be some kind of freaking hero. I, but I, they, I don't know why I'm even talking about it. There's nobody out there who's done it. There's nobody who can do that. Why do I even bother? <laughs> I'm just playing both sides of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I'd be impressed, but I just, I mean, like, come on, it's a, it's a, it's a super, it's a superhuman ask. <laughs> okay, so I, what I'm noticing is reverse psychology, then super psychology, then reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean. Who, what am I saying? Please do it. Please, please, please. No. <laughs> there. Where but, are we at uh, now? As if you would even, and you couldn't. It's not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. I'm actually, I'm deleting the videos. You can't. Don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, we got to get off. We got to stop. We have to stop on it before the channel gets, before I, I delete the YouTube channel as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else do we have? Oh my gosh, it's 59 minutes. Oh my goodness. We could end in under an hour, or we could stall for another 30 seconds. It's always the conundrum, is it not? Um, I don't think it is. Thank you for listening to the Turn to Page podcast. Uh, every Monday, Monday 9 a.m. CST. Thank you, thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye! Adios. <laughs>